I V M I V M Hey everyone this is your daily dose of everything that's happening in the world of NBA I am Monish and joining me as he does always is Nishant and you're listening to The Airball Diaries The playoffs are here well underway we had eight games all the teams were in action uh we had a couple of surprising results i would say i would think that the memphis result was surprising but yeah. i had that series swinging either way i mean but just given the form that memphis were in regular season i think that was a little bit of surprise i had the uh, dallas game as a surprise but then luka was injured so i have an excuse why that was a surprise yeah. and i think the philadelphia raptors series i expected that to be close so that could go either way so i wouldn't call that a surprise because philadelphia obviously are the stronger team and they have mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh mvp contender mbed and they finished higher in the seeding so uh, actually my pick was a surprise that the raptors would actually you also picked the raptors right so yep. i picked with a surprise but not surprising that the Phil- uh, sixers went and won that game but that'll be a close series we have tons to talk about so let's get started whether you're an established sports person or a budding one or simply a sports enthusiast join us tanvi and shlok we are two passionate pro badminton players talking policy mindset and everything sport so tune in to the millennial athlete every monday only on the ivm podcast network trust us it's going to be lit we had eight games we, uh, we had we saw all the teams in action which which game was the most exciting for you in all of these i mean it has to be the brooklyn nets yeah, uh, yeah for sure for sure that's right yeah. Uh, yeah that that was that was like a final the atmosphere was yeah. intense the boston crowd are known for this uh, kyrie was there he was playing the role of the villain uh, returning back to his old yeah. team about all the drama after all the drama that went on when he was in boston and then him walking out on boston then coming back walking on that logo created that drama and then burning sage and sirena <laughs> he he is bit like trey young he embraces the role of a villain i think he enjoys this uh, it spurs out the better performances from him he's always good but i think this kind of spurs him on and you could see that yesterday he was on fire yeah. he was single handedly keeping brooklyn nets in the game i would say kevin durant had an off night uh, one of those rare nights and the celtics did an amazing job on kd that didn't let him go tatum was guarding him amazingly well marcus smart was brilliant in defense yeah and then uh, at the end he was totally unselfish i think which really set up the winner uh, and we've seen this online as well uh, on twitter a lot of people saying last season marcus yeah, smart was taking the shot yeah i i totally agree i mean <clears throat> there have been at least half a dozen instances on this podcast where we've said that marcus smart shoots Correct. more shots than he should yep. and uh, is this the coming of the celtics i mean they really look like a team well drilled well oiled unselfish now they have a leader in tatum on the field off the field it could be marcus smart but on the field tatum is really showing it uh, the last few months have been impressive for tatum yeah uh, is this the coming of celtics do you think if if they get over the series with the nets uh, and if they get over comfortably let's say that will inspire some confidence that will inspire them they they would probably face the bucks in the next round do you see Celtics coming of age in this no. uh, in the series? No, not against, well, not against the Bucks. I think everything else, I do see them um, achieving this season. And it's a it's a bit of a tricky situation. So first of all, of all the teams that we talked about, where the the plan was either by design or inevitably, the plan was to flip the switch at some point and turn on the heat. Yeah. Uh, Boston were the ones to do it. Like everyone else, 
the clippers couldn't do it and they didn't have the personnel nets are still struggling um a lakers well you know but but boston we were we were laughing at them first part of the season yep, yep. Um, they were for, 10th for, 11th know, yeah and still having having not fixed the one glaring position gap they have um at at the big man position at the five and and we thought what are they doing and the and the one guy that couldn't fix it the the front the coach got promoted to the front office they have a new coach like what's happening but I, but i guess the time they invested in the new coach paid off he really seems yep. to have worked out something and not only do i think this to be boston returning to the level that they should be playing at i think this is where you'll start seeing i, I think i touched upon this last season that that i genuinely think it is laughable to compare tatum and brown i think on potential mm-hmm. now let's see where mm-hmm. they end up but on potential and what can be of his career jason tatum should be well ahead of of jalen brown for me it's yeah. almost at the level of mm-hmm. lillard and mccollum that's the gap mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, i think that's beginning to show one of the biggest advantages let's start with size i think because he's yeah. a two way player size is something you it's it's tough to overcome and and he has that advantage tatum so you're going to see all of these things now um I, I think I think they're going to cruise past the the Nets. The only trouble they'll have is because of the Nets' big two and just how yep. easily they can dominate uh, the offensive end. Um, but we saw it yesterday. If Boston can stay in the game, Nets just can not defend. They yep. can yep. not get a stop. It is embarrassing. It wasn't yep. a hail mary three that sunk the 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 Brooklyn ship. It was a yep. layup at the end of the day. however yep. good the move whatever it was a layup they just that was a totally defensive failure right. kevin durant was on his hands on his knees it reminded me of that uh, uh, you remember <laughs> that fifa world cup thing where france knocked out brazil and uh, oh everyone yeah, on their knees <laughs> yeah there was a defender who was just panting and and hands yep, on yep. knees and and that's the guy who was responsible for covering the honri uh, yep. who eventually scored the goal it reminded me of that durant was just done yeah, he was standing at the top of the key just just watching a movie watch it play out and and they got the win Uh, no defense no party we've been saying this forever so yep. yeah this is the coming of age of the boston celtics again the matter dare i say recoming of age i don't think mm-hmm. they can take the bucks that will be a spectacular result for them if they can True. i don't think that's going to happen um which really begs the question even if they do get to because the best case scenario then is the semi semi finals this season mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, now this is a squad largely with the same pieces that have been to the conference finals twice yep uh, twice yep. i don't even remember now so Does this really count as a success for them? I know it's a good turnaround, but but in the mm. grander scheme of things. Well, I think uh, it does answer a few questions. Can Tatum and Brown play together? I think sure. yes, definitely. After the season, you're not going to talk about breaking them apart. And is this the best fit? I think they can play uh, play yeah. together. What are they missing? I think they need uh, they they discovered Robert Williams this year. I mean, he was there, but I think this year they found that he can play, he can defend, he can play in those big games. So. uh that's one answer that they've got yeah. uh, they discovered marcus smart's potential in just being the playmaker uh, i think that's great he stopped shooting lot of shots that's great i think they've answered a lot of questions so it would count as progress but in terms of results second round would not cut it but i don't think the celtics fans are going to be disappointed if the second round exists no I mean, of course not but i'm saying at a franchise level uh, at a franchise it, level yes so i mean they have all answer. the pieces now they probably need to fix the end part of the puzzle yeah. maybe get an a replacement for horford he was the starting guy right and you don't know how many mi- with the number of miles he has on his in his body um don't know probably they need a replacement there who's done surprisingly well this season he must have yeah yeah, yeah. He, he looked washed out when he moved to the yeah. sixers and then yeah. back last year 
yeah <laughs> maybe it's that city <laughs> which which game or which matchup disappointed you the most in all of these you expected it to be close but was not really close it just went one way i think the sixers raptors i think that outcome was quite like what's going on because i agree you know, i expect this to be a well fought series uh, maybe it was just a one off i don't know but yep. but yeah it was a bit of a bizarre um and mb didn't even get 20 in this game yeah, exactly the fourth highest scorer maxi did everything right it's not yep. even like yep. one of the superstars and off so yep. that was a little uh, that's surprising i must say but yeah i pro- that's probably the biggest dud for me everything else was decently well contested even the bucks bulls match Uh, surprisingly low scoring almost like a 90s playoffs game yep yep um still went down to the wire but then this one was just it this did, was a done deal but i think that that series is going to be easy the bucks never look like losing no, even no, for though sure. the but I'm, yeah. but i'm saying it wasn't like oh this is a blowout and you know people are going to shoot True. free throws with their eyes closed it wasn't that scenario they were comfortably True. in control so they never really you know put pedal to the metal that's what it but were you surprised at how easily the warriors beat the nuggets yeah. or you expected that I know uh, yeah that I expected <clears throat> I genuinely I I picked a gentleman sweep even that one game mm-hmm. is just like uh, mm-hmm. you know what if Steph Curry doesn't come back that was like a charitable thing from my end yep um yep. so for me I have I have no doubts about that series um heat taking down the hawks that was a big margin also but yep. it wasn't quite I didn't expect as much from this game as I did from the Raptors Philly game right. the, I mean you, right. you can't you gave up 131 points in a in a playoff game Yep, <laughs> that you know that blows my mind. And most of that came in the first three quarters. The fourth quarter, finally, both teams decided to contest. Um, so, so that was just terrible. That that shocked me. Let's yeah. hope it's just a one-off for for exactly. the Raptors. I still one. expect that series to be close. I think the Raptors are a fighting bunch. I don't think they'll give up so easily. And same with the Hawks. I think uh, the Hawks were just coming after the play-in series, right? So obviously they were a little more fatigued than the Heat, who had nice one-week rest. I think that game will, that game, that series will be a little intense. Uh, you saw Jimmy Butler and uh, Trey Young get at it yesterday, headbutting each other and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, given the size, I don't think Trey Young should be doing that. Yeah. But uh, I think that series will be close. Uh, Heat were on fire yesterday. You saw Duncan Robinson get eight out of nine threes, one thirty percent effective field goal percentage, highest ever in playoff history. I don't think that's going to repeat. So the Heat uh, had a great day yesterday. Yeah, but would we? We literally knew this was coming. We even before the planes, we were saying there's yeah, going to yeah. be that one game where Heat have a bunch of yep. players that can yep. get streaky hot, and there's going to be one game where Duncan Robinson goes nuts. Yep, yep. yep. If this is it, it came a little too early. They pressed the Very last button a little too early. <laughs> Very early. Yeah, you have similar, right? You have the similar uh, game for Jay Crowder and exactly, things. exactly. He he deserves it for the best days. He so maybe even do it once a series, maybe. Yep. Sometimes, yep. right? Yep. But yep. Duncan Robinson, I don't know. But I like this. Uh, this is some squad. It's it's just so difficult to read the seed squad. Um, yep. They come in and you look at them. They're like they're they're not doing anything this season. And we thought so in the bubble. We're thinking so now. But I, I think now I'm a little more confident in the Heat. I think this season's Heat are yep. are a lot more assured than the one in the bubble. Hey everybody! It's been another great week on the IBM Podcast Network. On Cyrus says, Aditya Raj Kapoor, a long distance biker, tells Cyrus all about his exciting solo travel around the world. On the Filter Coffee podcast, Ujala Chaudhary talks to Karthik about growing up as an adopted child. On the Habit Coach, Ashton talks about how we can put on our explorer's hats and seek adventure. On All Things Policy, the Takshashila folk analyze the implications of simultaneous elections in India. And on Say No to Drama, Chetna helps us identify green flags in relationships. Do follow us on social media where IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And remember, if you enjoyed this show or any of our other shows for that matter, do please tell a friend. 
Also, don't forget to rate us on any of the platforms you're listening to us on. You can check us out on YouTube as well. On ivmpodcast.com slash YouTube, we have a list of all of our YouTube channels. Do check out if your favorite show is available as full video. We are also doing a small listener survey to better understand how you respond to our shows and advertising on the network. We'd really, 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 really appreciate it if you could spare a few minutes to fill it out. It helps us build better shows for you. And finally, we'd like to thank our sponsors for this week, SBI Life Insurance, India Water Portal, and Jupiter, a digital banking app. Thank you so much for making this possible. Right, and they play the winner of uh, Sixers and the Raptors. So I think they have an easier run. compared. Yeah. yeah, they don't have to face Boston or the Bucks, which I think are the best two teams in yep. the conference, right? So Or Brooklyn, who are going to get knocked out by all yeah. of the best two teams. So, one or yeah, the so, other all the, so all the top three are on the other side of the conference. Yeah. Uh, good good for the Heat. I mean, that's what you get for finishing on top, I guess. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Let's, talk about, uh, let's quickly talk about the Memphis-Minnesota series. How good was that matchup? And did that result surprise you at all, given how good Memphis were in the regular season? No, I am glad this came up. I'm actually picking the Timberwolves for the win in this series. I uh, saw that. Wow. When okay. we chatted, yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe in six, maybe in seven, I'm actually going with the Timberwolves. I think mm-hmm. with the Grizzlies, and this is a wild theory. I think both two mm-hmm. young teams, it's, it's tough to really call it one way or the other. So I'm going to go with something really abstract. Um, Jamaran had a spectacular start to the season, right? At some point, yeah. they were MVP whispers. Now, I don't think that is credible. MVP would have been too much. MIP, mm-hmm. sure. <clears throat> but when he went down injured and he went, he was out for a while, there was an, an extended stretch of games where mm-hmm. Memphis played exceedingly well and were actually more efficient mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. with Ja off the floor, which means with his usage rate off of their minds, they were more effective. Mm-hmm. And they, 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 never, they didn't lose their pace. They, they were just cruising along and then Ja comes back and it's the same old team. It's the same old Grizzlies with or without Ja. Yep. Now they're with Ja, <laughs> which... Statistically, it tells you a little less efficient. It's got to frustrate someone who's been mm-hmm. making a name for themselves in Jazz's absence to now have to mm-hmm. give up the ball to this uh, celebrated prima donna. But really what it boils down to is, um, I, I think this team is still finding its feet, Memphis. Uh, and, and they've had a big run of games leading up to the playoffs without Ja. Now they've got to integrate him back into the team. Yeah. That means someone loses minutes, someone loses touches. And we've seen a play- strange things can happen in the playoffs when, when rhythm gets disrupted. Like Kyle Kuzma is playing prime minutes a game, now you ask him to play 32 and most of that is rebounding. It doesn't work. It takes a long time for him to yeah. uh, get back into get back into shape. So I'm just I'm splitting hairs at this point and I'm saying maybe there there is a gap mm-hmm. that the Timberwolves That's can valid. see. Sneak through and and I think they're cold as fuck. I think the Timberwolves they don't give a damn. Yeah, <laughs> they have two players who simply couldn't care less what time uh, is left on the clock in in D'Lo and and Ant. Um, I just love this team. It's it's super exciting. I'm I'm glad that they're finally delivering on something. Like this mm-hmm. was dead to the rubber, right? Then they gave up Wiggins. Uh, yep. they, they decided to hold on to Cat. Number one all yep. uh, two number one all round picks. Uh, yep. sorry, uh, first round picks, and and um. They they gave up against they got in whatever yada 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 including D'Angelo Russell who's a number two pick I believe and yep. uh, and they did something with that and then season over cat injury again blah 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 whatever number one draft pick this time again yep. again Anthony got Edwards. Anthony Edwards this is a team and then they added Pat Bev just for that uh, yep. little bit of that playoff experience playoff experience that, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and I love it Pat Bev is kind of like their uh, reminds me of their uh, PJ Tucker basically from last season I agree. Uh, from, I agree. from the Bucks. 
So he's entertaining to watch. I think of all yeah. the players in that matchup, I think Pat Bev is the most entertaining, not skill wise, but just the energy he brings on yeah. and the attitude and the uh, shouting at players and whatnot, getting fouled, fouled out. Uh, I love it. I love. It. I love mm-hmm. the matchup. Uh, yeah. I think this is going to be close. I, I'm mm-hmm. hoping this is the one that goes to seven. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, any uh, any last thoughts before we cut for the day? Uh, you think any team is going to make a comeback? Any team that lost in the first game and will make a comeback in the second game? Which one do you see? Yeah, Mavs. I think are the obvious ones. I'm hoping yeah. Toronto are the next. But yeah. uh, I think Mavs with Luca back uh, are going to be a handful. Uh, they they gave Utah a run for their money even without Luca. Now part of uh, yeah. part of that was done when stinking it up in the first half, but right. uh, they were good. I liked uh, what I was seeing from from especially Brunson and how he was running the floor. Right, bringing in Kleber at the right moments, bringing in Dinwiddie, getting him touches, getting everyone touches. That was most impressive. Usually you see that with more experienced point guards like a Rondo or a Chris Paul, who gets yep. everyone into into the rhythm. That maturity Brunson seems to have already. Well, the, he has the skill or not remains to be seen, but but that understanding he seems to have developed already. Um, that's so that's great when Luca comes because Luca already has it in, in, in volumes. Right. So you know, once he comes back, I think they're going to be tough to. They're a tough beat I'm with you. for the Jazz. I'm with you. If I had to pick two teams, that those are my two teams: Raptors and the Mavs coming back. But uh, uh, that's all on today's episode. We'll come back and talk tomorrow. Uh, three fun games today. Uh, we'll come back and talk all about it tomorrow, and it should be a fun one as well. All right. Just hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to check out our other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app, ivmpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on our social media, we're at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to reach out to us, and you know you do, you know you want to reach out to us and tell us that our opinions on your favorite players are trash. You want to tell us Magic Johnson is still better than Steph Curry and you don't think Steph Curry has changed the game. For all that and more, reach out to us on both Instagram and Twitter. If you love cricket, listen up. The Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast is here for you. Hosted by DJ, Varun, and me, Ashwin, we bring a fun, fresh fan's point of view to talking all things cricket. Sometimes it's just the three of us, sometimes we have guests, including current and former international cricketers. For new episodes every week, check out the Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast on the IBM app, website, or wherever you get your podcasts. Working Monday to Friday glued to your chair making you feel dull? Worry not. Get your five-minute weekly dose of travel around the world with postcards from nowhere. Join me every Thursday as I explore the strange, obscure, and fascinating parts of the world and bring out facets of travel you may not have thought of before. You can find us on the IBM Podcast app, website, or wherever you get your podcasts from.